To this day, the story of time holds fascination for all. The Outline World Dispatch. It's Tuesday, September 26, 2017. Today on The Dispatch, Adrian Jeffries talks to the Catalonian man responsible for the .cat domain and what that has to do with the movement to break away from Spain. Catalonia has always had a feeling that we are a political entity, a nation, so to speak. Here's The Dispatch. The Future. On October 1st, there's going to be a pretty big vote in a certain part of Spain. The vote is a referendum on whether the Catalonian region, which includes Barcelona, should be an independent state. Spain is not happy about this, and the police have been doing everything from hunting for physical ballot boxes to raiding the offices of Puntcat, the foundation that administers the .cat TLD, or top-level web domain. That was actually the entry point to this story for a lot of Americans, who aren't familiar with the independence movement, but did get curious about the story when they heard that there are some websites that end in .cat. Surprise, those websites have nothing to do with cats, but they are, in fact, all related to the Catalan language and cultural identity. In the early 2000s, Amadeo Abril y Abril, Hello. a Catalonian lawyer and internet pioneer, the chief Polish advisor for CORE Association, which manages infrastructure for TLDs, among them .cat, successfully lobbied the international organization ICANN in order to grant Catalonians the exclusive privilege of administering .cat. They are trying to do that dramatic, but as I would say there's an opera buffa. It's a comic opera. I spoke to him about the movement for independence and why the Spanish police are trying to censor .cat. What is the .cat domain when you see websites ending in .cat? What does okay. that indicate? .cat is a domain name like any other, like .com or .us or .voting or .dot. Uh, Ninja or many other domain names that we have now that was created 12 years ago and is a special kind of domain. For the .com, you can register there anything you want. For the US, .us, in principle, should be for activities carried out by entities who have the seat in the United States. .cat is a linguistic and cultural TLD. That is, is a domain name that is aimed and somehow reserved to people that do online communications in Catalan. And launched 11 years ago, and is managed by a foundation that is a non-for-profit entity, which is uh, radicated here, located here in Barcelona, in my town. And that foundation is called? Uh, foundation Punt Cat, Punt, P-U-N-T, meaning dot in Catalan. So mm-hmm. foundation.cat in our own language. I wanted to ask you about Part of this story, which the American media has fixated on, I think, to the detriment of the more interesting issues, which is that the domain .cat in English, people think that it's going to be about cats. You're hitting a nerve here, Adrienne, because I was the person that, you know, had the idea of .cat, that wrote the application to ICON, which is the entity that had to prove it, and was supposed to defend that and had to fight with all these people. And that was from the very beginning. Famously, the, the history has been, you know, always that, oh, people who are trying to register domains in .cat for their cat, for the pet, for the animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, .cat has had to show some vigorous activity 
against Japanese cats or Canadian cats or US cats registering domains under a .cat. Unless the cat speaks Catalan, indeed. But mm -hmm. it has not been proven that any cat speaks Catalan yet. So that's, that's the, the other part, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I think in one of your articles, you quoted somebody, Paul Hoffman, a brilliant person, a bright mind, one of the people that done important things on the internet, for instance, regarding email infrastructure, telling publicly, oh, these people lie. There is no interest in having a top-level domain for a language because, you know, at the end, everybody speaks English. They want to do that, to sell that to cats. And he really meant that. You, you know, you cannot imagine how insulting this was to, you know, the Catalan universities and the Catalan Association of Writers. Today, in 2017, I have good loves when people mix .cat and cats. Twelve years ago, I do confess that I was quite exasperated about that. And I could not understand it. And why does Catalan need a domain? Why did you argue that when you pushed for this back in the early 2000s? The reality is that we don't have an independent state called Catalonia. And people, especially, would say in the United States, just see the map. So there is Germany. People should speak German. There is Belgium, they would speak Belgian, which is not true, but in the second case, yeah. But as they don't see Catalonia, Catalan does not exist. So the problem we had with Catalan is that the language that has survived hundreds of years of prosecution. I mean, I am 56. Until I was 20, my language was forbidden. When I was at school, I was never allowed to say a single word in Catalan. If I did that, I would be expelled from the course. Uh, but despite that, we managed to keep the language alive. But indeed, we needed to guarantee survival. On the 21st century, it's the internet. And you need to show people, it's not only for us to believe that Catalan is important. Indeed, we need to show ourselves that Catalan is what I would say, you know, a top division. It was also this idea to show the rest of the world that we do exist, and to that in a peaceful way, you know, we put the TLD, we put our flag on the internet, say, here it is, and look, it's not that, it's not that small. I mean, it's not 80 million people, it's just 10 million people, and it's not 1 million domains, but it's 120,000 domains. So there is a reality, there is a market, take that into account. Let's talk about the independence movement for Catalonia, the region yeah. in Spain. Well, that's, that's a long story. I mean, you know the problem. Uh, you're American, right? Yes. Uh, okay, so we, we tend to say here in Europe that America has no history, and that's a problem, and that Europe has too much history, and that's another problem. <laughs> that seems true. <laughs> so let's forget the history. The, hist the, the reality is that Catalonia has always had a feeling that we are a political entity, a nation, so to speak. Now, this identity has been sometimes overly repressed by Spain, most of the times, and sometimes there have been some attempts to accommodate that. So, all Catalans that feel Catalan are not, not pro-independence as they are Catalans, simply because they believe that in this or that moment, that's the only solution. And this is the first time in history where we believe that the majority of the people believe that this is the only solution after we have attempted everything else. And at a certain point, they have pushed it so far that even all the bourgeoisie, you know, the middle classes that are certainly not for revolutions, have decided that enough is enough. And now, now we will see what happens. 
What percentage of Catalonians or Catalonian residents in Spain believe that Catalan and Catalonia should be a, a separate state? So what the poll says uh, is that 80% of the Catalans want a referendum of self-determination. They want to vote. They want to vote. That, that, that's universal. Now, the, where the polls differ is that some of them say that 50% are in favor and 45 are against, or the reverse. So it's not a huge difference, but it, it also depends on the question. Yeah, because if, if you ask me, are you an independentist? I would say, no, I'm a Catalan. But if you ask me, do you want the, would you vote in the referendum for independence next Sunday? I would say yes. Right. The problem is that we don't want to depend anymore from a, a, a government and a power that's completely hostile, that treats us as second-rank citizens. This is not acceptable anymore. So they're really trying to stop this vote from happening. They, they, uh, just to explain you the situation, I mean, uh, holding a referendum is not illegal. It was many years ago, but 30 years ago, this was derogated in the Spanish criminal code. And then they said, well, as now these... Uh, the law has been suspended. If you keep organizing the referendum, this will be illegal because it will be contempt of court. This will, this will be disobedience. I mean, also they arrested somebody that was working for a very big uh, company called T-Systems, which is a subsidiary of Deutsche Telekom, you know, your T-Mobile, mm-hmm. uh, because these people have a contract with the Catalan government and uh, they were developing a software platform for these people that included a part that was, you know, a voting platform. So this, people, this person, the engineer, was arrested because, well, this could be used for the referendum. But indeed, there was no prohibition on doing that. I mean, you get a contract, you do this, and they had never received a court order saying, you don't do that, right? And um, this is exactly the same that happened to the CAT, I mean, to the TLD registry. Mm-hmm. They came there the first day with an order saying, you block this domain name, it was done. You give us, you know, the details of the registrant of the domain name holder, it was done. And you uh, you uh, block also all the other names of this domain name holder, which is a bit of a problem because this guy could have done things that were related or unrelated. But the last part was really troubling. So, and then you check and block anything with content related to the referendum or, or that points to content related to the referendum. I mean, this is a content obligation that a registry is not supposed to do and has not the, the human means or the technical means to do. So all this is, you know, simply a way to scare people. As I was reporting, I started to see claims about the Catalonian independence movement that it is like a an equivalent to some of the nationalist, um, populist, racist movements that have been happening in other parts of the world. Like in the U.S., it's called the alt-right. They're, you know, the party, the far-right party that just won seats in Germany. So, uh, you know, I wrote one story about this, and then I got this long email from someone who was telling me that the Catalonian independence movement is really uh, an ultra-nationalist, racist movement, and that's why it's being suppressed there are racist people in Catalonia, yes, like in Germany, like in Italy, like in Minneapolis. You know, the, the thing is that for history reasons, we had a fascist movement here that won a war against us in 39. 
and they were in power until 75. And the people that were in that regime are still now in command. And we'll give you a couple of examples and send you a couple of links afterwards. Mm-hmm. What means that even the people in Catalonia that were ultra-conservative or racist, they have not adhered to far-right parties because it was so clear that it was Franco. And Franco was against all the Catalans, period. So even the people that have these kind of feelings that perhaps in Germany will vote for alternative for Deutschland or in France will vote for Front National, here don't vote for that. So the only far-right movements here are all of them fiercely anti-independentist and pro-Spain because they are, they come from the tradition of the Franco regime that was hostile to all Catalans, even those that were Catholic and right-wing, right? We are very conscious that Catalan identity cannot be built out of race because we are we are a minority. Those that were born in Catalonia from Catalan parents, we are a minority here. So it's ridiculous, yeah? If you take grandparents, nobody. It's, it's simply nobody. I think at this point, because of all of the intervention by Spain, it's hard to say that this will be a legitimate referendum if they are suppressing information about where to vote. Yeah, but, but you, you know... There's never been a ballot that has been better publicized than this one. Mm-hmm. But you imagine all the police seizing this and that and arresting people all the time. I mean, there is not even an ant or a fly that hasn't heard about the referendum here. I won't try. I, I will vote. I know that lots of people, will, but I also know that my parents, who are over 80, they are scared. I mean, they, don't, they, they really don't want to run again in front of the Spanish police. They did that when Franco was alive. But, you know, they are too old to do that now. Yeah, I perfectly understand them, yeah? So if they see the police in front of the ballot house, I mean, there's a risk that they come back home, yeah, without Putin. We'll see. I, I cannot tell you the reality. I mean, it depends on how far they are willing to go. Well, anything else I should ask you? No. Oh, you should ask me what will happen on Sunday, but I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you on Monday. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks to you, Adrian. Take care. Bye. That's it for The Dispatch. You can catch us here, of course, every Monday through Thursday. And if you want to give us a hand, you could tweet a link from Overcast, or if you use Apple Podcasts, you could leave us a rating or a review, or you could just share the show with a friend. It really does go a long way to help us out. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more stories tomorrow.